And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 143 today. Your host, DJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kirsten, my father, Tommy Savaro, back for the Football League Spring 2022 flag football season of Bear Down Sports Association. Um, been a while, been a little bit of a layoff. It's been a long time since we've talked about football, been a long time since we did a podcast. I went, I vanished, I fell off the face of the earth for a little bit, but... I was able to make the draft. the 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 draft took seventy five hours. So I hopefully I only two in a quarter. <laughs> Hope it was good that I can make it. But um, if you are new, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. If you are new to the league, hopefully you are already following the Instagram and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. All of the in game highlights and a few other things that Kurtzman has cooking up will be on the Instagram. Kurtzman, the draft is complete. New league is upon us. How are we doing? We're doing good. Uh, you got a good intro there. Um, we are back. I don't get to say that often because the last three seasons we uh, kind of just rolled into one another. But now we are back for a new season. Um, we didn't even do a championship recap. want to congratulate uh, Notre Dame on a fall championship 2021 season. Um, they fought through a lot of quarterback controversy, quarterback adversity, uh, no quarterback in general for a while. And they came out on top. Good team. and uh, No good controversy. Team. I put together a solid team. Oh, there, here we go. Um, anyway, going back to this season, I'm excited to be back. Um, league has more competition. Better than ever. Got a lot of guys, new guys, a lot of guys returning, a lot of guys that have taken seasons off and now are coming back. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, I think I drafted a good team. We're going to talk a lot about the draft yeah. in a second. The um, I was gonna say the premise of this podcast is a draft recap. We are going to go over each. We're going to talk about uh, all the rosters here. Uh, we'll we'll start one to fourteen. That we're gonna do it in that order. So mm-hmm. if you're like kind of only here to listen to your team, we'll uh, stamp it. We'll, we'll I'll stamp you, you, it. We'll, t- oh, we'll time stamp it. Um, I want to do it like this. Tell me if you're not if you're against this format. Uh, I want to do read the rosters out quick. How do you feel about this team? And then give me a strength of the team and a potential weakness on the team on paper. Obviously, on paper doesn't mean it's going to translate to the field. But uh, we've seen teams that we thought were going to be ass be really good. We th- saw teams that were going to be really good be really ass. So um, this podcast really doesn't mean much. <laughs> it's kind of just for your entertainment yeah, purposes. Yeah, just, just entertainment purposes. But um, is that a cool format? You go yeah, down? that's cool. I will, before we start about the teams, oh. I just want to talk a little about the league. Um, kind of just things to... Watch out for, keep in mind as you're playing, keep in mind as you're coming to the field, especially day one. Um, so, one thing about our league, the shit talking is real. If you can't handle it or you're going to start fighting somebody, we're not dealing with that over here. You will be kicked out of the league. I'm, we're just, we're not going to, we're not going to stand for that. Talking shit is fine. We don't, we don't, go, most people don't go over the, the limit or past a certain line that you think they shouldn't cross. But just know that people are going to be talking shit. It's going to be very competitive. Um, it is a physical league. Um, if you get in the trenches, be ready for it to be physical. Um... That's more for the newcomers. If you've played in the league before, you know you feel the physicality and the intensity the first time you step on the field. Um, we're playing in Sayreville High School for a bunch of the season, the Blue Field for some of the season, potentially Rebels for some of the season. Um, but those will be the three fields we're using for sure all the time. Um, and, yeah, just have fun. Be respectful of the refs. Be respectful of the field. Um, and, yeah, when you come week one, be ready to play because I promise you 
everyone else will be. Mm. And take it seriously. Don't feel like you're too cool to take it serious because I promise you people are game planning, people are getting ready and watching film before each Sunday. Yeah, sounds about right. The best teams do. Sounds about correct. Um, I'm ready to go. The draft was lit. We did it at Dolce Vita. Shout out to Joe Liotta for uh, letting us have it on the Monday where they were closed. Um, we went in there, did it from about 9 to 11.30. Thought it was a big success. Had a lot of the captains show up. Um, we really need to get it where every captain is in the building so that there's, it's just it goes even smoother than um, it could. Um, I thought overall it was a success. We had a lot, we had food. We had a good time. A lot of guys from the league came out. Um, any thoughts on the draft before we start talking about it? Uh, when you refer to me, I want to refer to as Godfather from oh, now Jesus. on. Seeing how everyone uh, seeks the guidance of the Godfather in this league. So, uh, yeah, just address me as Godfather. All right. Well, that was a lot about the league right there. All right, a lot about the league. All right. Let's get started, <laughs> I guess. All right. Get so I, I said that I was going to do it in numerical order from picks 1 to 14, but that is not how Kurtzman posted them on the Twitter. Well, so that's... I will be going from left to right on the Twitter from Kurtzman. <laughs> that Kurtzman It'll be timestamp, so it won't matter. All right. We're going to start off with Rowan. Mike Negron's team. I do not know Mike Negron, but I heard he's a beast quarterback. So... You have Paulie Caldonado, Joe Malozzi, Dan Dexter, Frankie Acevedo. Acevedo, Remy, Steve Holcomb, Kyle Nibbs, Joe DeAngelis, Devon Kennedy. Kurtzman, you hear that team? How are you feeling about it? Well, listen, you start off the draft with the MVP of the league, coming off 20 touchdown season, 12 interceptions. He was a monster. So right then and there, I know Negron has a strong arm. He's going to want to look for Paulie. Um I hope that their connection is hopefully as good as his and Tommy's. Obviously not going to be Tommy and him had a four-year, four-season run with each other. But um, it's not a bad start. He traded Joe Malozzi to Chase uh, for Chase with uh, Leota. So now this is Chase James. That will be uh, the second-round pick, which I, I can't lie and say that I don't think that Negron won that trade. Chase is a, a sack waiting to happen. Um, he beats double teams. He beats, if you single him up one-on-one, he's going to eat that up. He is a great flag puller. He's one of the most athletic players on the field every time he steps on the field. How is his availability, though? Um, he said he may miss a game or two, but if you have him for 8 out of 10 games plus a playoff run, that, yeah, that's more than worth it. Um, Dan Dexter, who is Negron's boy in the third round, good receiver. Frankie, who, um, Acevedo, good lineman both sides. Um... Played on Notre Dame's championship defense. Had a lot of sacks last year. A couple of really big plays. Um, Remy was top five in tackles last year. Steve Holcomb, solid lineman. Kyle Nibbs returning. Was an 8-10 sack guy his only season last spring. He's a very athletic D-lineman. Only plays D-line. Joe DeAngelis gives them some O-line depth. And Devon Kennedy in the last round, a guy who played on my team last year, had a pretty decent impact on the D-line. Uh, maybe he gets a little more involved offensively with Negron's team. But overall, I think they're a pretty balanced team. They got three linemen to four linemen that Negron can choose from to protect him. And he has Paulie and Dan Dexter and Remy to be his three main uh, receivers. I think they have a pretty solid team. It's in really, but this team, you know what's going to come down to. We don't know anything about Mike Negron. Yeah. Well, we know he can play quarterback. I've seen like I've seen highlights, but um, if he's successful, you've never seen him play. No, play. I have seen. No, no, I have. I've seen highlights. Never seen him like play like, a full game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no. He wasn't the one that played for. No. Uh, okay. No, never played in Bear Down before. Um, but he's been like looking to play the last like last year probably. We finally kind of made it happen. Um, 
I'm excited to see what he can do on the field, especially because you have Paul. A lot of times you can just kind of get bailed out by his athleticism and his playmaking ability on deep balls. But I think if Negron is good, this team is going to be good. They have a lot of good, uh, a lot of veteran players and good flag pullers on their team. So I do think they will be a solid team. Tommy, I think time, anytime you start off with the league MVP as your first pick, you know, it's a, it's a good draft. Um, I like I, I like the athleticism a lot on this team uh, with with uh, Paulie, uh, Chase, Dexter. Frankie, I, I uh, drafted him for Notre Dame last year. I like, let's see, Kyle Nibbs. He was the, the yeah. lineman on the Cops team. Right, the right. in the summer. It, it's, it's a good team. It's a good roster. Like, again, I haven't seen Mike play. Heard good things about him. I hope, uh, I hope you know, it works out. And uh, it looks like a very competitive team. No, it does. Um, I think this is going to be a team that, you don't want to take lightly because you don't know how good Mike Negron is in a week one, week two, week three kind of situation because they're someone that if Mike is good and he's lighting it up and teams don't come in prepared because yeah. they can walk over the new quarterback, it's going to be another story. So um, don't want to talk about week one and we want matchups. I don't even really know who's playing week one yet, but don't sleep on them because you don't know how good or how bad they could be. So Paulie's going to be an impact player. He's going to make that team go, but uh, it's going to fall on, on both sides of the ball. So, yeah. uh, defensively, if you got Chase you know, running down a quarterback and Paulie in the secondary, that, that makes for a good defense. It does, 100%. When you can get pressure with D-line, Chase gives you that ability to rush two. And so, Paulie's one of the best defensive backs in the league. 100%. Give me a potential strength and a potential weakness. Um, I think the strength of this team is probably the fact that they have good D-line. They, they have a good D-line rush. They could probably mix up ways they want to create pressure. They have a lot of good athletes and a lot of good players that they can put in a lot of different spots, I feel like, especially defensively. Um, I guess the weakness right now, um, Dexter kind of has to prove himself as a good, a number, a good number two receiver. Okay. The only time he's ever played receiver in the league, he was kind of like a number three-ish probably in terms of targets on Ole Miss. Not that I'm saying he wasn't the second best receiver or anything like that, but he kind of has to go out there and prove it because if teams are doubling Pauly, Mike's going to have to go other ways. I know Mike and Dan have played together before, so they probably have good chemistry together. So that's going to probably be my weaknesses. Someone has to step up and be that true number two and take pressure off of Pauly. Anything else on this team before we move on? Anything um, else? Any other statements, Dad? No. I'm excited to see what Negron can do with this roster. Uh, yeah, it all yeah. comes down to, you know, good quarterback play. Listen, uh, you know, the, the, like I said, it's an athletic team. They can take care of uh, themselves. I'd like to see what, like I said, the second receiver, uh, maybe Chase steps up. I mean, you're asking a lot of Chase, rushing a quarterback, and on the flip side of the ball, uh be a, hey, a listen, a guy like Chase, he can provide it on both sides. So um, they're going to be a fast team. They got a lot of speed on this team, so we'll see uh, how they fare. But I'm just excited to see a new quarterback in the league. Agreed. Next team, Texas A&M. You have Captain Nick Suroff, Justin Ferrara, Noah Torino, Steve Bullen, Anthony Hidiniak, John Hasser, Pat Fortuna, Matt DeFilippis, Deb DeGrasse, and Joe Flynn. Cushman, how you feel about that squad? Um, let's see. Well, any team that starts with Justin Ferrara, you have to like. He's one of the best players, if not the best player, the best in, the player in the league. Yeah, no, I believe he is as well. Um, menace on both sides of the ball. Set a league 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 record in tackles last year. Had sixty nine tackles in ten games played. Um, he'll probably be looking to break that this year because we have another ten game season ahead of us. Um, you pair that with Bowen Hassert as your main three receivers. I really like that. Um, yeah. Hassert goes in the fifth round, which steal. is honestly a steal with the way the amount of um flag football experience he has, his athleticism, his ability to play in the secondary, which will allow Justin to play 
um, at that middle linebacker spot and make him most effective on defense. Um, this team's going to be good. They got Bowen and Hidiniak to support on the outside. Defensively, they're going to be really good. Um, Noah Torino and Sterl are going to have to do the bulk of the, the job pass rushing. And with Importuna and DeFlippis on line, he has a decent offensive line. I think the weakness of the team is offensive line. They have to prove that they can block for Suroff and give him time. Suroff is a guy who likes to um, push the ball down the field, um, doesn't usually throw very short. Um, with Justin, that's fine, but you have to have an offensive line that's able to protect you, and I believe that that is the weakness of this team. Noah's a good lineman, but then you didn't draft another lineman until Importuna in the sixth and DeFlippis in the seventh. So um, we'll see if going athlete first pays off for Suroff, but I'm not sure if it does based on what Suroff's type of gameplay is. I hope that Justin starts incorporating some shorter passing into this offense, but uh, we'll have to say. A lot, a lot for Suroff to prove this season. Oh, a lot for A Sarov. lot for Suroff to prove. You have Justin now, so it's Let's, time. We, we've always said that we were looking for Suroff to get his number one receiver. Last year, last season, he drafted Pip. Yeah. No more excuses. It's time. Yeah, but no then we had, a, we, had a, we had a little problem with the targets, the amount of targets. Towards the end got. of the season, it got better. But in the beginning to middle of the season, right. it, it felt like he wasn't using the guy that he drafted number three. Right. You can't make reason. that mistake with Justin. Justin's on the field. He's got to be a primary well, Justin will yell. Justin would yell for the ball. Pip, yeah, Pip's, no. not, Pip's not as <laughs> Pip's a out guy. there. Pip's, Pip's, Pip's like, I'll let you roll, quarterback. But I do agree. Suroff needs to make sure that Justin gets fed this season. All right. So, you know, offensively, they're not going to be lacking. They do have weapons. You got uh, Bull on the other side. Uh, on the line, you got Torino. Uh, who else do we have on the line? Tuna and Suroff. And, right. Uh, and De Filippis. Listen, on round eight, De Filippis, I like. I like a lot. There's a guy that, you know, every, every he give you 100% on every single play. Uh, big kid's gonna be on the line. He's gonna protect Sarov's back. I like that pick late. Uh, it's I, think a good value pick late. I think round five is a steal. Hassett, Hassett didn't go. Maybe didn't go uh, further in the up, you know, closer in, in the earlier rounds because last year he was injured. He got drafted high, I believe, second round pick last yeah, year. Yeah, second or third, and, and he play. had a hamstring problem. But the year before, uh, when he played for Michigan State. Uh, defensively, he played that. everywhere on that field. He played D-line. He played middle linebacker. He played in the secondary. Uh, he was a, a weapon on offense. The uh, reason why he got drafted second from Deshaun is because uh, he subbed him one game, and he was an absolute Going off, probably. Right, yeah. he goes, here's the guy I want to get the ball to. He's still the same guy. Forget the injury. He is that guy. You can get him the ball. He'll be that guy for you. I'm a big fan of his. I, and, you know, I've said it before. I think it's a total steal in round five. Um, listen, like I said before, their athletes are top to like top to bottom. Their athletic receivers and DBs are like it's hard to beat. That's a hard tandem to beat of Bowen, Ferrara, and uh, Hassert, Hadiniak. Also, um, it's I think it comes down to that line play. Or that yeah, is that we, line going to be able to protect Suroff? Listen, we don't we don't make call outs early this early in the season, but you're getting called out Suroff. <laughs> you got a team this year. You got a receiver in Justin. You got to make something happen. Yeah, this is his best receiving so, core yet, so there shouldn't be drops really in this team. Um, your strength is the receiving core and athleticism, and defensively they should be fine as long as Suroff and Noah can combine for let's say eighteen to twenty two sacks. And in your potential season. weakness is offensive, offensive line, line protecting Suroff. Suroff likes to exp- drive so, drive the ball down the field, so. Maybe if the, you see that the offensive line necessarily isn't working so, as well, got to figure out different ways. Um, I believe in Justin. Justin uh, can elevate. Justin elevates the team, being on like more than anyone in the league. I believe, except maybe I be a quarterback. I, I think it's an underrated line, but I think they're a good line. I, I think they're gonna block for him. Hey, and maybe yeah. they Torino, will. Torino, Importuna, 
And De Filippis. Hey, listen, if it works out and he was able to wait till the sixth and seventh round to get his line in, that could pay off to a championship. Yeah, and listen, that, I I think their team comes down to Suroff and how that line. When, when I go to a game, I have the luxury of singling out like I'll watch one player for a series or maybe a little bit longer to see yeah. you know what he's doing. And every time, it would, all those three linemen just mentioned, I have confidence in every single one of those guys. Okay, all right, all right good. Move on to the next team here. We have Who is it? the Rob LeConte-led UNC squad. Welcome back, Rob LeConte. Rob LeConte, back at quarterback. Joe Pip, Steve Lebo, Mike Leva, Johnny Samarco, Joe, Joe DeNoia, Rob Trino, James Whitcop, Mahmoud, and A.J. Rambone. All right, well, the first thing I see here is that he will have receivers that can definitely bail him out. Mm. Pip and Oliva, two guys that... Sometimes Oliva went really late. Went too. really late, third round, middle when of the he third was, round. Uh, former Offensive player, player of the year. Yeah, so yeah. Offensive player of the year just two seasons ago. Um, went fourth overall to Trevor in the fall and played phenomenally. So I the 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 um the drop is crazy. No I think for a player like Oliva though, what I will say about that is when you are a really good player and you get drafted in the third, maybe the fourth round, you the best think thing that can happen you, to you think yeah, you think to yourself, you have to think to yourself, okay, maybe there are. Oh, maybe I think one of the players that got drafted before me on my team isn't better than me, but he's probably not that much worse than me. So now you have five, like they have like three really good players at the top of the draft with Pip, Lebo, and Ali uh, and Ali uh, Mike Oliva. Mike Oliva, yeah. Lebo, and Pip. That three plus Rob has to lead you. Jordan Noya, great value pick in the fifth round. Will give you everything he has on every play. Great defensive back and good flag puller. Wickcop in the seventh round is a steal. Very yeah. good D lineman for me. Um, back in the spring, played quarterback well. He's the kind of guy you could kind of plug in anywhere, and he'll probably do a pretty good job at it. Um, cares a lot, which matters a lot in this league. Which I think is huge for uh, Rob team. Yes, because yeah. the morale will not be low with James on the squad. One hundred percent. Line is Samarco, Lebo, and Rob Torino. Um, underrated line. So Marco's more of a receiving lineman. Lebo is a good snapper. May put Johnny on the outside of the line to give Rob a little more time. Um, Rob Trino is, and Lebo are both pat, uh, block first, which is good for Rob. Gives him time. I think the key for Rob this season is getting rid of the ball quick, letting Pippen and Lebo do their jobs. What reasons why you drafted them? Let them make the plays for you, and um, don't take as many sacks. Don't kill drives with long sacks. You're trying to um, make plays in the backfield that. Um, lead to sacks and lead to end, um, ending drives in a poor note. Um, Rob has something to prove. The team is solid around him. He's got two top receivers in the league. He's kind of got to go prove it at this point. Dad, how do you feel about this team? like the team. A lot of athleticism. Uh, love his, his wideouts and, uh, and Pip and Oliva. Uh, Scored with a lineman and Olivo. My, my problem is here. My question is... is uh, line on both sides he's going to be fine like i said on the outside uh, offensively even defensively his defensive backfield is going to be fine uh i think he scored in through rounds five through eight with uh denoya torino woodcop and, and mahmoud um experienced players in the league yeah all veteran players, players they're, they're, they all contribute they're all good 100 uh, percent. where's the pass rush coming from that's what I'm curious. You got a whole, line you got a whole, top James, yeah, James a listen james got a motor and, and he'll give it to you Hundred percent of the time, the whole game, a uh, little undersized. Yeah, a little undersized. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I'm still looking out and look at the roster and look and say, where, where is this pass rush going to come from? So that's your potential weakness is the pass rush. And I got to see a little bit more on the offensive line. I, I, I like I said, I love Lebo. I, I got to see more. I got um, Rob Torino going to play offensive line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just that. Hundred percent. Oh, okay. All right. Where, no, Rob Torino is going to play receiver. <laughs> <laughs> no, where's their other? Uh, where's their other offensive lineman? Rob Trio, Jai Samarco, and Lee. Oh, John, oh, Johnny, yeah. all right, all right. 
But like you said, Johnny's an excellent. Uh, yeah, Rob captain. and Johnny have a good connection. Um, but I think the season's going to come down to Rob's play, Rob's play calling, and Rob's preparation for games because yeah, Rob's going to have to be someone that prepares for the games. Yeah, and I think a lot of the times, and I think a lot of times you have bailout wide receivers, guys who could just win a one-on-one matchup in Pip and Oliva, which makes it uh, makes it easier to play quarterback, in my opinion. Where and this league is crucial to get pressure on the quarterback, and I'm just looking up none of Rob. Yeah, that could be, and listen, that's their that's their weakness, that's their weakness of the team. Yeah. They got to listen. There are ways to generate pressure without having I mean, elite, elite defensive yeah. linemen. Um, and then there's having Damien. Yeah, and then there's, ha- <laughs> and then there's having a guy like Damien, a guy like Elvina that can just create yeah. their their own pressure by themselves. So um, there are ways to get it done. Every team. I like that. That might be my favorite Rob Lacanti team on paper so far. Yeah, I think having Pippen Oliva is um, yeah. a luxury in itself. All right, let's go to the next team, Vanderbilt. Okay. Led by Joe Liotta. Joe Liotta. So you have Joe Liotta, Christian Elvina. Chase James that got drafted and traded for Joe Malozzi that we, we now know. Cousin of Joe Liotta. Jay Cobran, Johnny Elite, Vinny Orlando, Dave Niskanen. Don't know how to say that, sorry. Gotcha. Vinny Zapola, Mo Tariq, and Ryan Bartlett. Yeah, a lot of guys I don't know. A lot know. of guys I do not know on this team. So I got you. I got is, you. Is this a G League team? Well, no, see. not at all. Not at all. Run so Elvina, Melozzi, and Cobran, that is a dynamic, dynamic D line. line and a dynamic yeah. O line. Leota definitely had a plan going into this draft. I want to be protected. I don't want what happened in the playoffs to happen again. Got sacked like five, six times by Jason Hughes. So that's why he drafted Chase so you have to run away from him, but trade him immediately. I think uh, who, he was. I'm sorry, who's his third lineman? Cobran, okay. Elvina, and oh. Melozzi. Um, Does Alvino play up yes, Alvina. They they talked mightily before the draft. Per me and my sources, <laughs> which is Leota, told me they talked a lot before the draft. Alvina um, was kind of designated to somewhat of a D a D only role. He played offensive line sometimes for Dexter, but um, there were guys that had to play offensive line. So Alvina kind of just rested and made sure he was one hundred percent for defense. So I like what Leota did. He got three great defensive and offensive linemen to play for him and protect him and give him time to throw. Then he goes with receivers that we do not know. Johnny Johnny Light, who actually played for Dexter last year, he's a solid athlete. Maybe he gets he has a much better second season with a better quarterback. Um, Vinny Orlando, I saw him play at the the G brawl with Leota. Solid athlete, good receiver. Um, they've they've been playing for a long time. They're some good chemistry. And then I don't know who Dave Niskanen or Vinny Zapola are, um, but he, there are other receivers that Leota Leota knows Dave. Are the Leota ringers? <laughs> I, I, listen, I don't know. If they're tough, Leota's going to um, get it out of them because he is a very good quarterback. He slings the ball. He gets the ball to his receivers. He had Liam and Rich, who both had very good seasons with him the only time that um, he was quarterback in this league. I expect this team to be good. I think the Joe Leota-led team is bound for the playoffs, and um, in the playoffs, anything can I'm going to say the last time um, oh, shit. you talked about a Joe Leota-led team, that they uh, you declared <laughs> they them... You declared them the best team in the and league, they and they didn't win a single game the rest oh of the season God, after, after you said that. Um, so before you go, I just wanted to say this. Welcome to a lot of the new people in the league on this squad. 100%. Uh, Vinny Orlando was funny. He came on the Instagram. He goes, I hear a lot of people saying I'm kind of washed up. All Who said right. you're washed up? No. <laughs> Who says you're washed up? I was up? cracking up. I was cracking up. I so, thought it was really funny. Shout out to a lot of the people on this squad. Um, Joe Liotta drafting you and makes me confident because... Joe definitely knows he's been in the league for a while now. He knows what it takes to win in the league. 100%. So if he's drafting you, I would assume he thinks that these are people that could help him win. Um, excited to see this team. I'm excited to have Joe back at quarterback this season, too. Quarterback and captain. Yeah, just add after, the quarterback, yeah. quarterback back to the league. Yeah, welcome back, Jake. All headband team. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Love the line. <laughs> Both sides of the ball. 
I know that uh, Alvina's going to play offensive line. That is a very strong line of scrimmage, and to me, I'll, I'll say it all the time, the game of football is won at the line of scrimmage. 100%. Uh, if any of those guys, a couple of these guys, like, admittedly, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. if they're if, solid. Yeah, if they're solid and they turn out, you know, you get a stud receiver in there, that's yeah. a very dangerous team. All the confidence in the world in, uh, in Joe Leone, so great yeah, quarterback. I w- the weakness is probably just we don't know the athletes. Exactly. If your athletes are good, you guys will be good. But if your athletes line, will yeah. be bad... Your your team might be your by your I wouldn't even say your team will be bad because a good trenches team a good team that can create pressure can can mask a team that might not have the best secondary right so we don't know you guys could be a great secondary but you got to go out there and prove it and I'm pretty sure you play me week one so uh, <laughs> conversely if they, if they if they protect their quarterback and he's got time to throw the ball he'll find an open oh 100 percent if they can catch and make plays for him and I'm assuming that they all can because he brought them into the league which I didn't know we know so, uh, Malozzi wants to be a little bit more offensively involved this year yeah so. well I, Joe is Leota is a big throw to your receipt his receivers type of guy so yeah. you may need to uh Slam the door shut on that one. <laughs> but Melozzi is a good athlete off the line. I do think that they are going to be a, a really good We're team good this ass. year. Leota was so mad the way the Oklahoma State season ended last season in terms of like losing, not making the playoffs. He said, I think that was the I think he said that was the last time that was the first time he's missed the playoffs in any like league he's played in in like six, seven, eight years. So um he's hungry. He wants a ring. And uh he was prepared for this draft. So Kudos to him. I think he drafted a very good team. If if his boys are good, um, which I do think they I like, I like solid. the um, their line is insane. Yeah, I like the. I think that's if the they first, had chased that line. I can't remember stupid. someone that did, that took three offensive linemen like that, or three not offensive, three linemen to start the draft like that. This is the way you do it, though. If you have yeah. unknown receivers that you can get for a season, that like, you know your boys are coming in and they're solid. Yeah, yeah, you can do something like uh-huh. that. And I guess and listen, I brought out a scout. There's a scout. There was a scouting report. There was a full document with name, height, weight, yeah. picture. Um, what I knew about them, if you wanted to DM them, you follow them on Instagram. I gave them you gave you your Instagram. So anyone could have done their research on these kids and figured out, oh, maybe this kid's a good athlete. Yeah. Maybe they don't have anything black football posted on their Instagram. So regardless, his team comes down to how good his athletes that he drafted in rounds five through seven are. Um, and then Motarik and Ryan Bartlett, we'll see what they bring. Motarik's a third year play, third season player in this league at offensive line, and Ryan Bartlett uh, is a new kid, eighteen year old. So. So oh, see eighteen. Eighteen year old? Eighteen year old. I would have drafted you right there. So all you gotta do is tell me you're eighteen years old, it's probably better than half the league. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, let's um, go to the let's yeah. go to the next team here, the Clemson Tigers, familiar team right here. You have the Trevor Garland quarterback captain, Alex Calka, Yabir Rojas, Alex Pierce, Chris Johnson, George, don't know how to say the last Shamarsh. name. Marsh. Mark Calka, Nick Hardigan, Beckham. Dream. I don't know how to say it. Sorry, apologize. And John Guzman. He's been in the league for two seasons. I don't know how to say it. And John Guzman. Um, I wanted to say this about this team before I let you go first, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My big takeaway from this team, one, we you guys all talked about how good Alex Cock has been in the league. He went 13. Um, And then then you Beard as well, who was a beast. I know he didn't play last season, but... Who was a monster? Who we thought was a beast in the first season. He plays active, played college football. At William Patterson, and then yeah. and then they got Chris Johnson. I thought he was a really good athlete, and I was even more, I was even more impressed with um, in the basketball league watching him play basketball. Just how athletic he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he does it in every sport. Baseball, yeah, he's basketball, good. Chris Johnson, he's just a really good athlete, and I thought he got him late in this draft. So a few things about this team. One. Alex Calker first round, loved the pick. We were I I was debating he was my possible second round pick after I took Dylan. I considered him before I knew Dylan was playing. Alex Calker was on my first round board. Um, I think Alex is a monster, and I think this might be a season where you see 
13, 14 sacks maybe, maybe uh, he catches out of the backfield off the line a lot. So I love the pick. I think him pairing him with Beer is going to be dangerous on the defensive line and offensive line. Then he drafts Alex Pierce, who's a four-year college receiver. Should be a very good player. Mm. Chris Johnson caught 40 balls from me last year, finished fifth in the league in receptions. Um, great athlete, good player. George Shamarsh played college ball. Um, Mark Hawka, good player, good athlete. Nick Hardigan, good offensive lineman. Beckham, experienced defensive player, played in the league for two seasons. And Guzman, who's been playing in the league forever, played with a bunch of teams, always athletic, can make plays with his uh, with his hands. Um this is a very complete team. Yeah, that is a, that is a I really good Trevor team. I think Trevor drafted a I very like that good team. You just gave. Um, I think that they got their third lineman in the seventh round, but they know he's good. He played offensive line for Trevor in high school, yeah. I believe. Um, so Hardigan, Kalka, and Rojas are going to give them time to throw. And Pierce, uh, Chris Johnson, and George uh, Tremarsh are going to be a very good one, two, three for Trevor. Trevor, we saw what he did last year with Saba, Oliva, and TJ Brown. Now you got a new three receivers to work with, guys he has maybe some um, chemistry with. I love the team. I think this is Trevor's best team, and I think that if Trevor's going to win a championship, it might be right now. Mm, Interesting. That's That's a, if I wasn't in the league and didn't think I was winning the championship, they'd be someone I'd be looking at to potentially win the championship. Love this team. Uh, We all know Trevor's a good quarterback. Uh, Very well could have been offensive player of the year last year. Uh, Alex Corker, he was the uh, hottest name in the draft, I think. His stock shot up more than any other player, any returning player. Um, I, I, I love you, Bear. I, I like the size. Uh, Pierce Johnson, a, a great athlete. I think was a steal at that round. I, I think, like again, I'd have to get more familiar. I know Mark Hawker. I have to get more familiar with some of the other guys in the league, uh, uh, some of the other guys on this team. But uh, love this team. Uh, love the quarterback play. Love the team. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a team to, to reckon with this year. Yeah, um, I think this is the first time he really like shied away from getting all of his friends. He drafted yeah. some guys that um, are going to be first-time players with him. And I'm excited for it. I think that they are a team with a very high ceiling, and I also think a very high floor. It's something that's hard to say about a team in this league, having a high floor and a high ceiling. Are you locking them in as a playoff team? Um, yeah, as long as Trevor doesn't like, get hurt like last season or something like that, or they have injuries or... Crazy bad luck. Yeah. I really can't see this team is in the playoffs unless unless someone like Alex Pierce isn't that good. But I expect him to be very yeah. good. So um, I'm very high on this Clemson team. I would probably book them for the playoffs. And they'll have good energy as well. Trevor played hurt half the season, and that was a good team. Yeah, no, year. I'm aware. All right. Won't play away from the finals. Yeah. Let's move on. Next team, TCU. How do you say his last name, Chris? Hogreef. Hogreef. Chris Hogreef, quarterback captain, new quarterback captain to the league. Liam Knowles. I feel like Liam Knowles is always drafting a team. I feel like he's always drafting the first round and drafting. He was very involved with Chris. I think he Liam is always involved. Um, Liam, Rich Ritter, Paul Carter, Steve Giroux, Earl Christofferson. Christofferson. Okay, got long last name. Yeah. Randy Myers, Ray Bruno, Colin Thompson, Josh Chevlin. A lot of people, uh, not a lot, but I'll say the second half of the team. I do not know. But the top half of the team, I'm excited to see Chris play quarterback. I think it was Mikey was telling me that I'm going to like the way he plays, that he talks. He's very into yes. the game. He's very active. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give a quick story. He posted it on his Instagram uh, the day before the draft, actually. he We were playing against him in a one-score game, and um, they were at the time one of the best teams in the league. And Mikey starts talking shit after a big second down stop. It's third and long. And 
Chris didn't say nothing. He said, like, all right, watch this, and then goes and throws, like, a 50-yard touchdown and starts talking shit to Mikey. Um, that's the type of energy he's going to bring to the league. I'm excited yeah. for it. He's a good kid. Um, I've gotten to know him a lot. I played on a few teams with him over the last month, a couple months or so. Um, he's a good quarterback. He played quarterback in high school. He's got um, a good, really live arm, and he has two dominant receivers. I'm I'm sorry, three very, very, yeah, very right. dominant receivers to throw to. Rich Ritter, Liam Knowles, Paul Carter. Yeah, Paul Carter's draft stock it just continues to rise. Yeah, third round yeah. each of the last two years. Mikey, I thought he could have went in the second round this Mikey year. Mikey absolutely honest. devastated <laughs> that Paul is not going to be on his team again for this season. But those are three, like what Liam said, after, uh, as soon as he was done drafting, he's like, my team's just super athletic. Like you said, those three guys mm-hmm. right there, super athletic. Um, who's playing line on this team? Um, you have, I, yeah. I have the Steve Giroux. Yeah, good player. Great, great, lineman. great lineman. Earl was a very good lineman, I thought, for the Rams back in the summer. I thought he just he's a very block first lineman. Um, doesn't care finish with like six or seven sacks on the season, so also provides something defensively. Um and Ray Bruno is um, a G League guy, just a strong guy. Can play off, wants to play offensive and defensive line, and also can catch nice. up off the line. So I think him and Chris have a little bit of uh, chemistry. Colin Thompson played in the league last year. He's athletic, tall. I'm excited to see how Chris maybe can use him a little more than Trevor did last season. I don't know Josh Shevlin, but hopefully you come into the league and make an impact because if yeah. you're making an impact, then your team's probably going to be very good. Randy Myers, another good lineman for them. So they, have, they went three receivers and then four linemen. So... If you think if they think that these three these three four linemen could hold up in coverage uh, in pass protection, they're gonna yeah. be a good team. Rich Ritter and Liam Knowles are two guys that have no problem getting open. Dad, uh, love picks uh, one two three. Uh, what that does, it gives them uh, threats on the outside, uh, great hands, and it also gives you a fantastic secondary between Ritter, uh, Liam, and, and Paul Carter. So defensively, he's got his secondary. Offensively, he's got his wideouts. He's got his skill position. Again, I don't know what they can do. I drew, I know, is a great center. Lo- love him. Love his energy. He'll show up every game, give you 100% again. Uh, got to know where Good to pass. Good team guy. Yeah, great team guy. Got to know where the pass rush is coming from. Uh, I was just thinking about that, and something that I was going to say was, I can see Paul Carter with 12-plus sacks mm. this season. He finished with eight, nine last year. I, and now I think if they put him in a defensive line-only role with the athletes that they are able to put in the back. We always see him as a, as a secondary player, but he's, saying, he's always played line? He played everywhere okay. for Mikey. He played line. He played uh, linebacker. He's a very good flag puller. I think Paul Carter is an X-factor to this team. He's the guy that you can put anywhere on the field, and he'll be effective. If he is a 12-plus sack guy, then they are going to be fine on defensive line. But if not then they do have a little bit of a problem. Defensive line have to generate sacks, have to generate pressure on the quarterback. But I do like this team. I think they're complete. Yeah. All right. Let's mm-hmm. go to the next team here. You have the UAB Mikey Gargano quarterback, captain-led team. You have Anthony Mbimbo, Jarwar Singh, Dean Wiatrowski, Zach Bellheimer, A-Rod, Don Palumbo, Jaleel Burrell, Puamir, oh, and Vinarina. And Vin Arena yes, instead of was traded. Big Farwar was traded. So you have Vin Arena on this squad as well. Um, I like this team because I think that IB is the best player in the league. Uh, along with Justin, I think those are the two best players in the league. Um, having IB at wide receiver for Mikey is going to be very interesting. That was IB was correct. Was IB a sophomore when Mikey was a senior? Was no, he on, I think younger. Was he, was he on the varsity field with him? He might, I don't no, know. I, I like, don't believe so. I feel like no. he has reps, reps in football with him, though. Um, either way, that's two, that's two very good football minds on the same team. 
Jarwar, absolute stud. My favorite pick of the draft is Dean Weirtrowski every time. Has Dean ever been on a bad team? No. No. He's, well, he's, been, on IB te- he's been on IB teams. And then when he wasn't. Wentz and Tommy Galante's team was on a And after Tommy Galante had a 0 oh, win season, got Dean Weirtrowski and then went to, the championship. went to the championship. I think it correlates. I think it matters. I think Dean's a winning player, 100%. Yeah, I like this team. Kurt. Dean, former dog of the year. I think a big pick in this draft is Zach Bilheimer falling to the fourth round. He was a guy that in the last couple seasons we've seen go in the first, second, and third. Or no, I think second round to Whitcop in the, in the first year trade to IB and then went in the second round to Sam Allen this past year um, coming off an injury think uh, some fractured finger or broken finger or something like that um, I think that this team has the potential to be a very good team Mikey has led two very good seasons back to back he has improved his level of play his level of um, playmaking ability and now he has a receiver that's as good as in Mimbo um, He's gonna have to. He's not gonna have to work as hard. I think offensively lately, we've been seeing um, Mikey's teams be low-scoring, defensive-minded teams. This team has good defensive players with Jarwar, Dean, and Zach Bilheimer on the D line, um, but they have guys that can tackle and they have guys that can make plays in space on offense. And I think that this offense is gonna be a lot better than Mike. We see Mikey offenses every year. This kid Jaleel Burrow. Apparently, he's saying he's going to be a big player. He's a big kid. He's going to play on the line, I imagine, for Mikey's teams on both sides. And Puamir, another guy that they say is very athletic and can make plays with the ball. So if this is true, along with Vinarina on the offensive line, this is a very complete team, and I'm excited to see how far Mikey can take a team with um, this much offensive talent. Dad? Uh, first, I want to thank Anthony and Bimbo for holding up the draft. Yes. <laughs> Mikey and Embiid. Uh, every pick was an hour long because Mike was on the phone with, with IB. It's I. It's honestly it's IB's fault. I'm not blaming Mikey. It's IB every time. <laughs> Mikey stresses a lot. Also, uh, I like this team. I, there's strengths everywhere. Uh, they got great offensive line. Uh, they had a great defensive line. They got guys that can rush the passer. Uh, they got linemen that can catch the ball. Uh, a Rod. Here's my thing. Um, here's two guys that are very vocal on the field. Mikey very. and A Rod. Uh, there could be some clashes this year. This could be the loud. This will. This will be the loudest team in the league. Yeah. Uh, never mind the trash talk. I'm gonna talk about internally. Uh, Mike. Mike. You know has no no filter. Correct. He'll he'll call out his players. Correct. And A Rod does the same thing. He'll call out his quarterback. Agreed. So th- there could be a clash here. But I'm a big fan of both those guys. So I'm hoping. Are that, you saying there could be controversy? Yeah. I, you know there, there could be something there. I mean the way I see it playing out. But uh, that's your prediction. <laughs> Only because I've seen, listen, I've seen Mikey do it to his teammates last year. I've seen A-Rod do it to his teammates last year. We've all seen them yell, for sure, on this uh, in this league at their teammates. Uh, I do think that they have a lot of, uh, um, like, we don't know about them in the uh, bottom of the draft. Jalil Burrow, Puamir, two guys that, if they're impactful, this team's going to be very good. And then Don Palumbo, guy we haven't seen since the summer with uh, with the Bengals and Garland's team. Solid receiver. Mike, he was happy to get him. Um, he's just a big athletic kid. He could do Mike, a lot of different things, listen, put him a lot of his Mike spots. addressed every area of, of, in this draft. He's I got mean, a lot of versatility on his roster his, also. His line's going to be uh, Jawa, Dean, and, and Venerina. That's a great line. Yeah, and then he could... He and, could, you know, pass rushing, he's got, uh, he's got Zach. Uh... Zach and Jawa, yeah. And this kid Jaleel, if he's any good, then... Right, then, and you draft size. I mean, if you're unknown, you're looking at size. I mean, it's got big, you know... Yeah, this UAB team could be very good um, if Mike, as long as Mikey uh, gets the ball to the right secondary, guys. Secondary, they're setting the secondary. Mikey back there and, and, and IB. 
IB is very IB is very excited for the season to work with Mikey and hopefully uh bring back a ring. I did a good job, Mike. You did. Uh, I believe Mikey drafted a very good team. Nice. All right, let's go to Cal U. Another team I am not very familiar You're with. You're probably here. not going to know any of these yes. people. I can explain. except for Douglas. All right, you Douglas. have Collis Span as captain quarterback of the Cal U team. Nick Douglas, Will Saba, Tommy Pierce, Xavier, oh X, yeah. X Madera, um, James Williams, J.K. Will, Peter Mancini, Wilson Familia, Ryan Oshbar, Chris Valinati. All right, I got you. Kyle Span, we'll start with him. Uh, played one, played one game in the fall with a brand new team. First game, playoff game, atmosphere. Did okay. Threw a, threw a pick at the end of the game that kind of made the score look a little bit worse than the game probably was. Um, he threw a couple interceptions. He threw two. No, he threw two, but one was one was right after a touchdown was called back for a, a potential phantom hold. But regardless, um, I am excited to see him play in the league. He right after he won the G League. He came up to me and said, hey, I'm trying to play in Bear Down. I need, um, I need a new league to play. And I said, then I can't wait to see you in a couple of months. <laughs> um, he drafted a lot of guys that he knows. He just won a championship in the G League with Nick Douglas. Will Saba, another G League guy who's performed well in our league, has performed well in the G League. Tommy Pierce um, played receiver from Manalapan, I believe, in high school. I saw him play at the G-Brawl. Athletic kid, going to be a good number one target for Collis. Nice. X, just a very good flag football player, good middle linebacker. J.K. Will, also another very vocal middle linebacker. Pete Mancini, we would have seen him play in the basketball. You probably know a lot about him, but he's a 6'4", 190-pounder that Ooh. goes up and can make plays very athletic, from what I hear. So, very excited to see him play. Wilson Familia, this kid DM'd every captain and told him that he was ready to play for whatever team, blah, blah, blah. So he's very committed to the t- very committed to the league. I expect that he's going to hopefully make an impact. And then you get two league veterans in Oshbar and Valinati at the end of the draft. Two guys that Valinati's shown that he can make plays in the league, and Oshbar has gotten better every season. So I think Kyle's drafted a very good team. It's just a lot of unknowns for our league, but a lot of like, football experience on this team. So I think that they should be fine. Might take them a week or two to adapt, but I'm not worried about this team going forward. You know anything about them, Dad? Well, I watched Kyle's play in the playoff game last year. Listen, it's not really fair to come in in a playoff game under pressure like not that, playing with a team you don't know. But I saw a lot of good things from him. He's very, very athletic. And I heard he's very good in the G League, so I'm really looking forward to watching him play this year. I saw a lot of athleticism uh, from that one game he did play. Looking forward to it. He's got Nick Douglas, uh, and, and Douglas knows the league just about better than anyone. Yeah. And uh, he's a stud lineman. Will Saba loved the way he came on last year. Second in the league in tackles last season. Yeah. Comeback player of the year. He's got great flag pulls. Jay Kill was one of the best uh, flag pulls in the league. So this team's going to be very good defensively. X, another very good defensive player. Yeah. uh, Looking forward to seeing what he's got at receiver, though. Yeah. Well, he has to rely on guys you don't know. Will Saba, Tommy Pierce, and Pete Mancini. Those are his guys. But I'm I'm confident. (laughs) Like I said, I like what I saw from him last year from that one game. Uh, I, I like to see. I like to see this team move on. I, one good players. One thing I'm very confident in this team, and they'll be prepared. Ka- um, Collis takes leagues very seriously. He is the type of guy that he'll have actual play calls in the huddle. Like, nice. like I don't even know how to like how I'd say him. Thirty nine Z flat go and something <laughs> like that. And like everyone in the huddle knew what it meant. Like I saw yeah. it in the G League. He was a two. He's a two time G League champion. He's brought two different teams in the G League championships. Obviously, five man and seven man are different games. But he is a very athletic. Um, kid who has a good arm. Um, he's gotten better at throwing the ball each season. I've seen him play. So I'm very excited for this team. Um, it's just going to come down to if his, as long as his receivers are good, I think this is going to be a good team. They have good chemistry at the top with Douglas Collis and um, Will Saba. Throw Jay Will the ball. He wants it to see. Yeah, Jay Will is looking to play a little more of a receiver role. I know him and Collis know each other. Um, 
from the G League and playing together a little bit in good sports. So I'm excited for Cal U. I'm excited to see what Kyle's brings to the league. And um, when hey, when you're out there winning championships in other leagues, he's always a guy you got to watch out for. I'm excited to see his team play, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good yeah. season for Cal. Shout out to Collis for coming, stepping in up. And yeah, love when new guys step up. It's it. Listen, it's not easy coming to the league, drafting a new team, and a lot of guys you don't know. So we'll have to find out. All right, let's go to the next team, Memphis, the Memphis, hey, Memphis. Vin Gargano quarterback captain squad, Delon, Anthony Latempa, Chris Hunter, T.J. Inkstead, Isaiah Copes, T.J. Brown, Ralph McFadden, and. Canitano and Matt Ballo season. Matt Ballo season. Um, I mean, listen, Vin got the finals MVP um, in round one at pick nine. I thought that was a very good pick by him. Him and Delon have played together before. Good chemistry from Packers back in fall. I don't remember 2020. Um, Tempa, good lineman. Chris Hunter, good lineman. Angstad and Isaiah Copes and TJ Brown fill out the athletes in the back. I think that 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 secondary of the three of them with DeLon is going to be a very good secondary in the league. A lot of interception guys, a lot of ball hawks on that secondary. Ralph McFadden um, and Matt Ballo round out the athletes and Ange Canitano, kind of a utility player. Um, could play, play might play a little bit of line, might play um, some receiver. I think the main question for this team is who steps up as the third lineman. Um. That is going to definitely be a question mark behind Latempa and Hunter, but I do believe that Vin is creative enough offensively that even if he has to go with two lineman sets, there are ways to be successful running two lineman, four receiver sets. And I think if one quarterback's going to figure it out, it could be Vin Gargano. Um, happy to have Vin back. Of yeah, happy to have Vin. I'm tired of seeing him refing. Wanted to see him <laughs> back in the league. I know uh, him and Latempa just posted like a last dance with their names, with their uh, faces on. It's the last, the last dance. For them? Yeah, I think Vin said it's going to be the last one he plays. We'll see. You always get the itch to yeah. play again. But if this is the last one, I do expect them to be fully prepared and ready to go for a long season. Um, they have a good athletic team and guys that are going to catch the ball when Vin throws it. So um, very excited for this Memphis team. What about you, Tommy? Love it. Uh, he's got a, a lockdown corner in DeLon, and he proved it last year by shutting down the league MVP in the championship game. 100%. And he's, to me, he's got the best uh, safety in the league in TJ Ainge that, who uh, both those guys, I mean, turning around offensively, they're still, you know, they're studs there too. Uh, let's see. TJ Brown, another good, very underrated player. Uh, very former good dog receiver. of the year. Former. Yeah. No, most improved. Most sleeper, sleeper, most sleeper, 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 sleeper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, listen. Fifth he, round. Oh, no, fifth round last year. Great hands. Fourth, fifth, sixth round this year. A little bit of a downgrade. I thought he had a really good season last year with Trevor. Um, no, yeah. Yeah. Matt Bow at the end of the draft. You know why? He came on as a as a strong defensive lineman at the end of last year. For Notre Dame. Yeah. Played well. I drafted him. <laughs> Played very well. Played very well in the playoffs in the championship. Uh, love the energy he brought. I think he wants to make that change to the defensive line. He's a big kid, big arms, big wingspan. Maybe he ends up on the offensive line. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, they did that one time on TCU. I'm not sure Ballard wants to be in the trenches. And, and it's like about that. time Latempa gets drafted by someone in his family. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, how long you let this guy float in a wind? This then? is very true. Yeah, um, I'm just looking forward to watching Vin play quarterback again. Yeah. Um, I know the Packers team had Vin in DeLon, and they started off a little bit slow. With Mikey playing quarterback, and yeah, Vin it, comes in. Yes, and they came and then So, DeLon, like you said, coming off of a finals MVP, Vin back in the yeah, league. And Vin had a Notre Dame appearance this year, didn't he? Who? Vin. Vin did have one Notre Dame appearance, got into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shout out to Vin. Shout out to Vin. Good him. to have him back, Vin. Good to have him back in the league. Excited for Memphis. I know a lot of yeah. guys on that team are very excited. A couple guys on the Instagram, on Twitter, talking, ready to go. So, um, a bully. I'm, I'm expecting kind of a bully mentality from this Memphis team. Memphis. The top guys are kind of bullies. So, I could see that. Memphis. Let's go to the next team here. Arizona State. The Augie Garbolato quarterback slash captain-led squad. Damian in the first round. Spo in the second round. Matt Marola, Tom Garvey, Joe Dell, Mikey Friedman, Nick King, Sam Allen, Hater Abbas. Playoff Hater this in the is, ninth round. It's a steal. This is um, this is a, a veteran bear down team right here. Very. Um, Augie just said, you know what? Mikey's winning all these games with Damian and Spo. Let me just take them in the first round. Sure got them. Um, it continues to be an absolute joke that Damian falls to the eighth pick. Tenth pick. I mean, the. Uh, <laughs> The tenth three pick. time, three time back to back to back defensive, defensive player, player of the year. year falls to I 10. mean, and if for some if 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 you for some reason think that the reason why he falls ten is because maybe he's not that good of an offensive lineman, I promise you, he's yeah. just fine. Um, he is he is stronger than he looks, and he is better in the trenches than most players. If Justin and I, if Justin and I B are the first two best players in the league, Damian is clearly the third best player in the league. Yeah, I mean the way Damian's played over the last three seasons. Um, uh, he had 21 sacks with me, 19 sacks in the summer, and then had probably another six, eight, 16 in the... Do that with 16, 21, 37, 37, and 19 is 56. 56 sacks in three seasons. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's That's like 20-something yeah. games. Like he'd be a billionaire in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> he'd definitely be the highest-paid D-line in the NFL, that's for sure. But that's a great way to start a team. I know Augie was um, ecstatic to see that Damian actually Changes games, every grabs time. the flag every time he's in the backfield. It's unbelievable. Um, the rest of the team, how it how it lines out. Who's playing offensive line for this team? You'll have Damian. I'll assume Matt. Damian, Marola, and Joe Dell are yeah. probably the three linemen. I know Spo wanted to move into more of a receiving role. I think the receiving corp of him, Tom Garvey, and Mikey Freeman, Nick King. That is Nick King, someone Augie trusts throwing the ball to. Sam Allen, he trusts throwing the ball to as yeah, well. Yeah, I think that Spo and Tom Garvey are going to be the two main targets, but expect Freeman and King and Sam Allen to get involved. I think Joe Dell falling to the fifth round is a little bit criminal i do think that he's a guy that provides elite offensive line play um defensively i think he can only play one spot and that's at the nose because he's, he's a little sl- he's a slower bigger defensive lineman um but him falling to the fifth is kind of a steal because it allows augie to still kind of run the way he wants to run he wants to run a little bit more of a power scheme and now with joe dell you can kind of run behind joe dell and make things happen with your legs um augie is definitely very excited about his team this he, season comes down to how engaged Augie is. How engaged is Augie after week four? That is yeah. truly <laughs> the question of the team. Um, I think that if he is engaged, this team is going to be very good. If he is not engaged, then this team might suffer offensively. Defensively, I think this team doesn't really have holes. I think they're going to be very, very good defensively. And like I said, if Augie is ready to play each week, then they're going to bring it over the top. Uh, I think he drafted a team of you know dogs, guys that just absolutely dogs. get after it. There's really no weakness here. Uh, my only question is, who's the third line? Yeah, the dogs. You drafted the mud dogs. The third line. <laughs> but, but, I guess Damien, Jodell, and Mamarola. Damien's gonna play O line. Damien always. Damien's played O line every season this the past right, few seasons. Okay, he's, a, right. he's a top. He's a top D lineman and a very good offensive. Oh, lineman. then that's a good line. That's yeah. a great line. Yeah, he played offensive line. Uh, they went yeah, to is gonna be center. Damien's went to the championship uh, two last three seasons was one play away in the fall. Yeah, I mean they're strong everywhere. I mean, they're strong. I, I, it's a good team. Love these players, man. Sam Allen, mastermind behind Sam, the offense. Yeah, I, yeah, oh yeah. Maybe Sam could. Could Sam's like the default coach Sam, on this team. Maybe Sam, Sam unlocks Sam, Augie. Yeah, Sam game plans for Augie. 
and puts him in behind the offense. That should be Sam's role. I actually think that this this could work yeah, out yeah. well for Augie because Augie's not someone that really likes to game plan that much, and Sam is obsessed yeah. with game planning. So I could see Sam <laughs> being Sam the coach. Sam is going to be the guy that two weeks, two days before the game, he's sending the game plan into the uh, the chat. Um, I think that this team goes as well as as far as Augie can take them. Can Augie get back? The last time he was Arizona State, he made a championship appearance. He is trying to bring back that same magic. Um, I book Augie for the yeah, playoffs man. every season, and this season is no different. He's got some playmakers. He's got defenders. He's got flag pullers. I know it seems like we're we're gassing his team back. Really, I like the players on his team. They're guys Same that have played in the league forever and know how to win. And hate up Boston last round. Listen, no one studies this. No league. one studies this much as Hater Boston. No, he's at every game. He looks at every. He studies he's every. He's there player. before me sometimes in the morning, and he leaves basically yeah. with me at after the games are over. Yeah, I mean, I just remember that playoff game where he picks off Trevor. I mean, he knew exactly what he was going to do. Yeah. No. yeah I mean, he, he, studies the, he studies each team. He studies the game. Yep, I think they're a good team, and they're going to be um, a solid defense each week. All right, next team. No, I took it from you because there's a lot of changes to the oh, team. Okay. A, lot, a couple guys had to – there was – yeah, whatever. Jirox. Anyway, Jirox's team. Bickford, Red Crystal, Deshaun Robinson, Justin Santiago. He drafted Keyshawn Roach in the fifth. Jiggy, Jiggy cannot play. His rehab is taking whatever injury he had. His rehab is taking longer than expected. He will not be playing. He is picking up his friend Taj from the G League. I've seen him play. Solid player. Oh, who's not um, playing? Keyshawn? Keyshawn, yeah. His rehab uh, okay. got messed up, whatever injury he had. He traded Venerina for Vic Pawar because Vic is very good friends with Deshaun. Vic's also a pretty solid player. He's got T.Y., Giuseppe Capasso. That's his squad. Okay. Um... Giuseppe went super late. I know he so can't play in the round. I know he can't play in a, a few games this season, but I thought I thought that was another big surprise of the draft was him going that late. Yeah, I think that um, him going that late is very interesting. He's had his seasons have kind of gotten a little worse each season, but I think that's just because of target shares gotten a little uh, lower as Paulie's kind of come. I was gonna say because Tommy's yeah. talking about Paulie. Yeah, no. Um, I think that. Giuseppe is a good receiver, a good slot receiver, possession receiver to have on a team. I'm not really sure where he fits into a Jirok scheme, though. Um, but let's talk about the top of the draft. The top of the draft is guys that are just monsters. He's got Mike Bickford, who came on the scene last year and just started making plays like no other. Um, he has Rhett Crystal, again, from his team, who finished with 10 Stop. sacks. Justin He's an also absolute monster. Team. Justin Santiago, another defense uh, offense, defensive lineman from his team. Um he gets Deshaun, who's making his first appearance as a athlete. um as an athlete in this league, not as a quarterback. He played receiver in high school, so I'm expecting Did he yeah, yeah. I know that. So, he's a superior athlete. Super, anyway. He's a very yeah. great athlete. I expect him to be a, a great corner, good flag puller, and also a good receiver for Jarrock to throw the ball to alongside Bickford. Um he's got his boy Taj playing and TY, two very versatile athletes. Tell me who his third lineman is. Um his third lineman. He's got Rhett, he's got Justin. Who does he have as his third lineman? Third lineman. Third um, lineman. Yeah. Third lineman. Third lineman. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be his friend Steve. Another pickup on his team after he had an extra opening after his six-round pick had to also um, leave the league. Um, that's his three linemen. He has a pretty solid line. Steve, Justin, and Brett. Good receivers with Bigford, Deshaun, and uh, his friend Taj, as well as T.Y. and Giuseppe to round out his athletes. I think his team is very good. They have a lot of five football experience, a lot of experience playing with Jarrock. Um, Jarrock is coming off of a major foot injury, 
Will he have to become more of a pocket passer this season? Um, will his running take an effect? I saw him Why play. He played at the G Brawl in the co-ed division at quarterback a little bit. Ran a little bit. He got he got his feet under him a little bit. I think he needs to get a couple scrimmages in in the next couple weeks before week one. Um, but you could see a more of a pocket passing type Jarrock. But if instincts kick in, he's going to be running all over the instincts field. Instincts and adrenaline. He's, he's, he's this league's Lamar Jackson. He's going to be running. Yeah, he's he's had, led the league in rushing three straight seasons. He is looking to make that four straight seasons as well as hopefully... Listen, his season got cut short last year, and he was potentially on his way to a championship. His team was, yeah. was on all cylinders. Well, they were the number one seed when he went out with an injury. Yeah. Um, anything could have happened. I think he could have been looking at a first a potential championship appearance. Um, Every year his team is, is competing for the number one spot. Yep. Uh, what makes him so good, not only is he a superior athlete, but he's a very good GM. He knows players. And if he picked this team, you can guarantee that this, this is going to be a very competitive team, as he always has. Uh, they just have to finish strong. They never have a problem coming out of the gate. It's just finishing strong. It's always finishing, yeah. It's um, attendance and tra- Attendance and finishing the yeah. season, because um, Oilers, another team that have kind of fluttered to the finish. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that if they're going to win, Jarrock has to be able to use his feet. But let's see, maybe he can use his legs to get Bigford involved in the running game. Um, get Deshaun involved, maybe a little, some du- dual quarterback, maybe a little sure. bit, but we'll see. Um, Jarak is a, a leader of men. Yes. He is a great captain in this league and a better with the ball in his hands. So I am very excited to see how ULA does in Jarak's fourth season of Bear Down, looking for his first playoff win. So the person that he wanted at the draft that he wrote down his name and didn't give him? That person never made his way to his team. He didn't trade for him? No. Mike Danino is not allowing him. <laughs> right. Was Danino going to pick that player if he yeah. didn't mention him? Danino went he to sleep. He knew who he was? Danino went to sleep and told them to pick him in the fifth round, and George went ahead and picked himself in the fifth round. But I also, but then I went in, but then I went, but then I went and I skipped their pick, so I had to do the right thing. I had to go back and pick. And is I that what George did? Yes. Wait, so Mike did. Mike, te- Mike went so to bed Mike and tested Dean. To George. No, to Dean and George, and, and, and then Smoke called George, and George said he was afraid that they were so was going to take him. I said, George, you were literally an idiot. No one was going to take you. George is... Okay. George Holmes. Over. George, George <laughs> That's terrible. All right. Next, Next team. team, you have the Brandon Kurtzman. Oh, no. My quarterback legacy. captain, legacy season-led Louisville team. You have Dylan Trey making a return to the league. You have Matt Hughes, Mark Kokoda making a return to the league. Joe DeMeo, Joe Stulick, Sal Rechusa. That's Swags. Yeah. Swags. Keanu Reed, Matt Mascara, and Derek Reynolds. Kurtzman, how do you feel about your dog shit team? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think it's dog shit? It's not. I'm joking. It's a joke. So a let's start with this. I think my team is very balanced. I think that receivers of Dylan and Mark are going to dominate the league the way that I think I dominated the league with Dino and Julius back in the Lions season. I think that that target share is up for grabs for both of them. I think that Joe Stulak and Keanu Reed are going to be very good athletes on both sides of the ball. Keanu Reed uh, was a receiver at Edison, had a really good had a really good highlight tape that I watched at the draft. And if he was still in there in the seventh round, I'm going to take a kid who I just watched go for 708 yards and eight touchdowns his senior year. So I mean, he was begging to be drafted. He was. Him and, Ty- and Tyler Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they wanted to be drafted. Yeah, and then, listen, I think my line is very good. Matt Hughes, Joe DeMeo, and Sal Rechusa Swags. Um, they, they're three guys that are veteran players in the league, know what it takes to win, and always are on very good, successful teams. If you've noticed, Sal, the two years Sal has been in the league, he has went to the championship and then to the semifinals. Matt Hughes has been to the championship numerous times. 
Um, and Joe DiMeo is always on very successful teams in this league. Um, I think that I drafted a very solid roster top to bottom. I don't think we have any. I think our weakness is finding out who's going to be our 10-sack guy because that was is probably what we're missing. We need to figure out, can Matthews be a 10-sack guy? Can Mark Kokoda or Dylan on the defensive line um, provide a, um, a rushing spark? Maybe Joe Stulak. I, um, I'm not sure yet. We're going to figure that out in the scrimmage season, and we're going to be ready to go. But I am very excited for this team. I do think that we are balanced without many weaknesses. Dad, how do you feel about Kirkland's team? Love this team. And I, I said this before after the draft. I think it's the most cerebral team. And if you don't think that's worth anything, I mean, you have to have people that, you know, know the situation on the field at all times. And these guys are, are them. Uh, Matt Hughes, asking me to pick the, the, the first lineman in the league, I'm taking him every time. I, I, I don't think there's a better lineman than him. I, I think he's a total package. Uh, love him, and I love him that he got him in the second round, not the first. Uh, to me, that's a steal. I always think he's a first rounder. I yeah, I think Ma- I got two Ma- steals. Dakota didn't play last season, but the, the season he played with the Seahawks it was a monster. Monster. And no offense to James. He had James playing quarterback for him. Like if he looked that good with James, I'm gonna get him the ball. Uh, and not only that, he was a great defender. Yes, great. I think listen, I think I got two of the biggest steals in the draft. I think Joe DeMeo steal. Yeah. Getting Mark in the third and getting Matthews in the second. I think Matthews is a first round player. And I think if I think if there were no friend biases in the league and you just pick the best players top to bottom, Mark Cotto probably be a top 15, 20 player. So I'm excited to have both those guys. I'm excited to have my line. My line is very um, veteran laden. So I'm excited to see what we're capable of. I think our ceiling is high and I think our floor is high. I'm excited to see Dylan back in the league. This yeah. is this has been a long time coming. Kurtzman has promised Dylan he's going to draft him for six straight seasons. This is all never, never ended up following through on his promise and has always scummed Dylan. But, you know. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got to be there every game. I'm excited to watch Dylan. Play yeah, Dylan him. is very Dylan is very ready to go. I think that he is. Players, yeah. He's one of the better twig players in the league. Last time we saw him play, he was playing with Eric. The week before, the week before that, he was the be- one of the best receivers in the league playing for Sobes. Um, I think that me and Dylan's chemistry is already very good, and it's only going to get better as season goes on. And I expect him to have Danino type numbers probably. All right, let's go to the next team here. Speaking of Mike, speaking Dino. of Mike Dino, you have Mike Danino. Led captain quarterback team Mike playing quarterback for the first time. I heard actually that Kev Morris is a quarterback as well. Yes, he played could, the G League. Could play quarterback, but let's go with Mike is putting no no. Mike, Mike is definitely. I know Mike texted me and said that he wants the ball in his hands. He wants to be more responsible for outcomes of games. Saying I'm tired of Chris. Yeah, yeah, you knew this. I need the yeah. ball in my hands. Me and Mike All right. five touchdowns in three seasons and zero championships. Mike Danino, Kev Morris, John Harnish, <laughs> right? Mike Danino, Kev Morris, John Harnish, Ryan Moore, Dean Robinsini, fifth round pick, George Hunkel, Joe Nunez, Rob Melly, Connor Mullen, Matt Lessie. I see. Sorry, it's an I nine now. Oh, okay. Let's start with this. Mike Dino at quarterback. Could be Mike Vick. Could, could be, be Mike, Mike Glennon. Glennon. That's what he texted me. He's, he's, that's, been the, that's been the running joke in our group chat since Mike told me he was I'll bet on Mike being good. He's a great athlete. Oh. He's good at everything when he Mike, does. When Mike makes that joke, the first thing I say is, Mike, you're going to be way closer than Mike Vick because you're going to have the ball in your hands. Instincts are going to kick in, and you're going to start doing things that like we see the best athletes in the league do. Um, he has a good arm, but he's never probably never really faced like – live defenses that are preparing for him each week. So that's going to be probably the um, 
the learning curve, I guess. I'm cracking up. <laughs> Sorry, just in my head, I was like, if Mike doesn't play quarterback, you have experienced quarterback yes. Ryan Morick. No, oh, Ryan Morick. Jesus Mor- Christ, shut <laughs> up. Shut <laughs> up. Ryan Morick came in slinging the Rockwood game. Tell me about right. Kev Morris. I don't yeah. know about Kev Morris, very athletic, um, played in the G League last two seasons, good arm. Um, not always the most accurate, but he definitely lays it out there for guy. He's a big guy. I know he plays with Mike sometimes in Skamook tournaments, so they have a little bit of chemistry playing together. He's a receiver, or is he? Qu- Kev? Kev yeah. can do everything. He can play quarterback, uh, receiver, yeah, D-line. He's first pick, so I guess he yeah. has a lot of confidence. No, he can do – Kev is a, uh, a huge utility guy. You can plug him in anywhere you need him to play. John Harnish, very experienced flag player, good two-way lineman. Morick, good two-way lineman, led the league in pass breakups last season. Dean Romantini, I believe, is playing receiver this season, not playing offensive line. He is receiver number two. Receiver number three is George Hunkley. Um <laughs> Um, I think they have a very good line. Joe Nunez is apparently supposed to be a very good lineman, and apparently this kid Connor Mullen is also a very good player. So Mike might have brought in a few a few very good players to the league that he gets late in the draft. Rob Melly, also a very strong kid, is going to play offensive line for them. Um, it's no surprise they picked Army, and they have a lot of very strong, um, jacked individuals. A lot of these guys work out very consistently. I believe they run an Army triple option type offense. <laughs> George Steele in the fifth round. Yes. How do you feel about this team? <laughs> what do you feel about the guys you got? I, I, I don't know. I mean, Mike's played in the league before, so he knows the players. He, he must have a lot of confidence in Kev Morris to pick him first when you're passing up guys like well, a lot of guys Knowles, know Kev Morris, Pippoli, so Douglas. I mean, I don't know, so I can't I can't yeah, comment on him. Of course. Him. But I'm, I'm assuming if, if, if Mike's picking him and he knows who he you is. You love John Harnish? Yeah, oh, I love John Harnish. Great lineman. Always makes the old Tommy team. Uh, he's got a good line. He's got Harnish. He's got Mork. He's got Roventini. Yeah, that's man. a great line. Add in this kid Joe Nunez, who some people say is very, very good. Yeah, Jarak was um, crying. They didn't yeah, get Jarak won them badly. So yeah, I think this is another team where you're gonna we're gonna talk way more about you guys after week one. We'll have way more opinions about you after week one. Yeah. Um, and we'll be able to further assess your team. But if Mike is good at quarterback, then you guys are probably gonna be in okay shape. I expect them to be a good flag football team in terms of defense. Good athletes on the squad all over the field. So. Expect the Army to another team that I wouldn't don't sleep on. Don't go into the game thinking you're gonna roll them over because I promise you you won't. Very exciting. Very exciting to see Mike Demino play quarterback. Yeah, have the ball in his hands every play. I only got it to him about a third of my attempts, so not too bad. All right. Let's go. Last team here. Last team before we wrap up the pod. Houston. Quarterback captain, Tommy Galante. Coming off his first finals appearance. You have Austin, Mike Calka, Steve Ruiz, Tim Howard, Ant Rags. Ryan Rougeau, Justin Suarez, Tyler Bryant, Chris Walton. This is a this is a veteran bear down team. This is a very veteran bear down team. First thing I'll say about this team, Tommy did an excellent job drafting in terms of his trades he made. He traded back in the second round and still got Mike Kalka. Mike Kalka is someone who's going to be perfect for a Tommy team. Tommy doesn't love throwing to his offensive line, likes to get it to his receivers. Mike Kalka is somebody who will block until the play, until after the whistle, probably. And then some. And then some. <coughs> Austin, another guy who can really just stay in there and block crazy. Austin is pretty good with the ball in his hands and has good hands. So I would, I hope, you hope that Tommy gave him the ball a little bit. But like I said, Tommy is very throw to his receivers. He has three good receivers that I know Steve Ruiz, Tim Howard, and Ryan Rougeau. Then you add in Tyler Bryant, who. He said he w- he said in the fourth round that if someone drafted him and they didn't win the championship, you'd pay them two. Yeah, their entry fee. He'd give them their entry fee. That's very confident from a guy. He's very ready to go. I drafted him and then realized that I skipped Tommy's pick. Tommy knew him and wanted him. So Tommy got him, and I just said, okay, I'll take the next player on the board. Um, 
I think that their team is going to be very good. I think Tommy has the bear down formula kind of figured out. He's got a good defense again, another athletic defense. Um, he kind of has to just find out where his flag pulling is going to come from because last time they had three really good flag pullers with Remy, um, A-Rod, and John Edwards, who's not playing this season. Tommy's also a very good flag puller. was in the top 10 in flag pulls, I believe, at the last season. So kind of just has to find out uh, whose his defensive flag pullers are going to be in the middle. But overall, oh, they actually, I lied. They have Justin Suarez. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and Chris Walton will provide some receiver and corner depth as well for them. Dad, uh, love that he went out and got his protection first. Yep. Yeah, that, that, that's smart. Uh, he knows that if he has time, he can make things happen in the pocket. If anyone can do it, it's Tommy. Uh, Interesting to see how he's going to play this year without a security blanket. And Paulie has been with him for the past couple of seasons. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm confident Tim Howard's going to be the guy to step up and take that role. He had a very good season with the when they were oh, the Washington, Washington football yes. team in the summer. I know they went 0-8, but, but Tim, no, had, Tim and his connection were good. Right. Uh, Rags is there. I love the later round picks they have. Uh, Rags, Rougeau, even talking Suarez. about Rags. Yeah, uh, Rags is a good player. I mean, Rags is a very good player. Uh, I know he wanted to be more D-line this year. Yeah, but if you got to play some O-line, that team could be very oh, good. Oh, no, he again. can handle He's more than capable of doing it. He's done oh, I know, no, 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 capable, but does he want to? Right, right. But, uh, you know, getting Rougeau and Suarez, one of the better flag poles in the league. Mm -hmm. And uh, all I heard about this draft is Tyler Bryant. Oh, <laughs> don't know who Tyler Bryant was making waves and was making waves during this draft. So if he, lives up to, if he lives up to, hype of up a, to the hype of a top-round top pick, then their team's going to be very good. I expect their team to be competing for a title at the end of the season. Tommy Galante is a leader, and he is a very good quarterback. He'll have his team prepared each week. Uh, yeah, and that's all I really got to say about Houston. I think they have a solid squad. Um, they have guys that can create pressure, maybe not always get sacks, Austin and Mike Hawker, but um, they have Rags, who's another good defensive lineman. So um, very excited for this Houston team. Very excited to see how Tommy does coming off of the first yeah, true successful season he's had. He's, he's got linemen that can neutralize some of the better pass rushes yep. in the league, yeah? As you can see, the league is very wide open. I think we talked about all the teams very in-depth. We talked about weaknesses. We talked about strengths. And I think every team has a weakness or a strength. We talked about teams that we feel are better in the trenches, teams that we feel have the best receiving trios in the league. Um, I think that this league is wide open. I think that the quarterbacks have, if you're a quarterback right now looking at the league, you have to think that it's open and ready to go. This um, is um, going to be, in my opinion, the best season better. yet. We always say that, but I truly this, believe no, it's this the best season. One, yeah. No, this season just seems very live. A, a good player pool, a good, a lot of good players. The player pool round. was very, was very. Usually, usually we're a little nervous about going to more teams because you're like, you know, it waters it down. The teams aren't going to be as competitive, but just going through it, like, and I know everyone looks good on paper, but. Going through it, it does seem very competitive. It seems very like balanced. I, lo like, I, I didn't see any overkill team. teams. I didn't look at a team. Usually, I look at the team that has Justin, Ib, Augie, Leota, yeah, Belosi, and I'm like, oh shit. Even though that team was fucking ass, but <laughs> it, but usually, you're like, oh shit, like this team could be fucking awesome. But there's there's a lot of these teams. Where, like, yeah, this team looks pretty solid, and that um, I think that makes for a really good league. So, if you made it this far in the podcast, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Make sure to follow the Instagram as well, the Twitter as well. Kurtzman, do you have any other announcements before we get out of here? So, I don't really have any announcements, but just know that over the next couple of weeks, guys, people are going to be scrimmaging. So, try yeah. to make yourself available because people are going to scrimmage before the season starts. And people are going to... Um, and people are going to get practices in before the season starts. Don't think you're too cool to go to practice. It, it, it It's an hour of your life, and it'll make your season probably a lot better. Chemistry is big. Chemistry is huge in this league, and preparing for each week is also huge in this league. Um, 
you'll get a bunch of stuff in your group chats from your captains over the next couple weeks, waiver to sign, rules, um, information kind of just about the league and what we're about to be doing this season. Um, I'm very excited for the season. I can't wait to get back on that field. It's been a couple. It's been. It's been. Uh, for uh, I mean, for me, it's been almost three months since my last bear down game. So I am very excited to get back out there. And as I imagine most people are, I already know some teams have gotten out there and not practiced. Maybe had a couple guys go to the field and get working. So, like TJ said, I think it's going to be the best season yet. I think that the media is going to get even better. Stay tuned for what. Hopefully, we have some things cooking in the, in the oven. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. Any last words for you, Tom? Uh, I'm excited to see uh, the new quarterback play in the league. Um, the three one, new, three new quarterbacks. Three right? new quarterbacks. And the one advice I'll, I'll give to you that I tell everyone every year: take what the defense gives you. Uh, don't don't go out and try to be mastermind. Yeah. Uh, just take what they give you. You'll be fine. Yep. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We will see you guys in a little bit. Peace.